Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Christian Parenting. Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting and hosted by my mom, Monica Swanson. On the Boy Mom Podcast, it is our goal to provide you with practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can find show notes for the podcast over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. We're so glad you're here. God in flesh, the God who made the trees and the God who created all the elements to make the ornaments chose to be a baby and he chose to not be able to even go to the bathroom by himself. I think of that, the humility of a God who would say, I want to come and experience and I want to show you the love. The best way I can do that is by being helpless and by being humble. And so I think that if we consider Christmas time a time to love and accept that love, because that, let's be honest, that's that's hard to accept love. It was hard for me those first years. But like, I really truly believe that that Christmas is such a gift from God and it's not to be compared. It's not to be put on display. It's not to be drank from a fire hose. It's to be savored. It's to be enjoyed and it's to be individual and unique. Hey friends, you are listening to the voice of my friend, Kate Merrick, as she joins us for this very special episode. We are kicking off December together. Happy December, everyone. Happy Christmas season. I think we are all ready for some joyful, festive holidays right about now, and I'm so excited for this conversation where Kate and I are talking about, well, not your typical gift guide. We are chatting it up about all things Christmas, Christmas gifts, some of our memories of the Christmases we had growing up, how we do Christmases now, even this year in the middle of this pandemic. What's Christmas going to look like? Well, we cover it all and we focus on the topic of gifts. Gifts, not just in the sense you might think of, but 
the gift of being present, the gift of time spent with our loved ones. Yes, we get practical too and talk about gifts. And Kate also shares some childhood memories of being raised by divorced parents. And she has a special word for the single moms out there. You guys, there is so much packed into this conversation and a lot of fun too. So I hope you enjoy it. But before we dive into this conversation, I want to just pause and say together, we have made it. We've made it to December and we have been through it as parents in 2020, haven't we? We have walked through some really hard things with our families in this unnerving year. The pandemic, school closures, economic uncertainty, and a whole lot of our normal has felt like it's been turned upside down. Anyone exhausted? (laughs) Need some rest? Some encouragement? Well, I hope you know that that is why I host the Boy Mom Podcast. It is my heart's desire to bring you tons of encouragement and inspiration and a whole lot of resources to help you as you're raising your sons and raising your whole families. I love to cover anything that is helpful and encouraging to moms. Now, this fall, I've heard from so many of you that have favorite episodes, episodes that just touched you in a special way, a topic that you especially needed, and I love to hear from you. So if you have a favorite episode, it would mean a lot to me if you would comment in show notes or email me and tell me about your favorite episodes. Those episodes and more have been made possible in part because of my partnership with ChristianParenting.org. Christian Parenting is an online resource that offers practical help and biblical encouragement through podcasts just like this one to parents just like you. They help produce podcasts in the Christian Parenting Podcast Network. They also develop parenting books and workbooks and support the production and creation of the Boy Mom Podcast. I started working with Christian Parenting just at the end of the summer, and it has been such a blessing to work with this awesome team. I have felt encouraged, and guys, I hope you've also checked out some of the other podcasts in the Christian Parenting Podcast Network. There are some great ones, and if you see my show notes, I'll be linking to a few of my favorites. Well, today, we are asking for your help in leading parents to the true source of their parenting strength, Jesus. See, Christian Parenting is 100% donor-funded and relies on listeners like you to support the future creation of parenting resources. If you've been enjoying the Boy Mom podcast, would you consider making a donation to Christian Parenting today? So if you go to www.cpgive.org, again, that's www.cp as in Christian Parenting, give.org, and donate, your gift will be doubled thanks to a generous donor stepping forward with a $10,000 matching grant. That means your $20 donation will become $40, $50 donation will become $100. All donations go to impacting parents walking through the same things as you. See, all parents need a trusted community, and I'm so glad you have found one here. All parents need a reminder that it's okay to be imperfect. All parents need Jesus. And as parents come to know and love Jesus more, so do their kids. So I hope you will give today at www.cpgive.org. Thank you so much for your generosity. And again, I hope this podcast continues to bless you. Okay, guys, a couple words about Kate Merrick before I dive into this interview. Now, it's really extra special for me to get to talk to a real-life friend here on the podcast. I think you'll be able to tell by our conversation that we have a lot of fun together. In fact, recently when I was in Santa Barbara, I got to have lunch on my 50th birthday with Kate, which was such a hoot. You'll hear us reminiscing about that. But I do want to make sure if you happen to be newer on to this podcast that just about a year ago, Kate and I had a great 
great conversation right around Thanksgiving time. I'll link to it in show notes. And we did draw from her book here now, Unearthing Peace and Presence in an Overconnected World. And I'm just going to say, you really need to get your hands on that book if you haven't read it yet. It is so excellent. But also, Kate wrote a book before that one that is so precious. She will mention in her introduction that she has a daughter in heaven, and she is referring to her daughter, Daisy, who battled cancer for a number of years before going home to heaven. And Kate shares that story in her book, And Still She Laughs, and it's about having defiant joy in the midst of suffering. And that book is a must read. She shares all about women in the Bible who went through seasons of suffering and how they could choose joy in the midst of it. It is such a beautiful book. It will, yes, bring you to tears, but it will also inspire you to live life fully. So I'll be linking to both of those books in show notes. And now before I dive into this interview with Kate, I'm just realizing there are so many fun little ways that Kate and I are connected and we didn't get to dive into all of them in this conversation, but just for fun, I'm going to share with you a few fun little connections. I love it when the Lord just weaves lives together in special ways. And Kate is one of those people who I've just been blessed and honored to know on a few different levels. So here's a couple of fun things. You might remember that my son, Luke, who is 16, is a competitive surfer. It's his goal to one day be on the world tour, the pro tour for surfing. And Luke surfs for Channel Island Surfboards, which is Kate's husband, Britt's brand. Kate's husband is a surfboard shaper. His dad, Al Merrick, started Channel Islands many years ago, and now Britt is the man behind Channel Islands, and he is an amazing shaper. He's won like huge awards for being one of the most talented surfboard shapers in the world, and Channel Islands is, I think, the biggest and most popular surfboard brand out there. So it's really fun that Luke gets to chat with him. They have a really special relationship, and I just love that. Also, Kate mentions in her intro that her husband was the head pastor of a church for many years, and that church is Reality Carpentria, where my college boys who go to Westmont in Santa Barbara go to church. So another fun connection. Okay. And then one more thing that's just hitting me. Oh my goodness. Kate's son, Isaiah, is a talented videographer and he did my boy mom book trailer video. So if you haven't seen that, be sure to go over to my home page of my website, monicaswanson.com and scroll down to the bottom and you will see my book trailer video. Isaiah did all of that work and I think he did an amazing job. He's a super fun kid. My boys love him and he's crazy talented. So what a family, right? I am just honored to know them. And now I will be quiet and let you listen in as Kate and I have this interview. I think you're going to get so much out of the things that Kate shares And so without further ado, here's Kate Merrick and I talking about not your typical gift guide for this Christmas season. I hope you enjoy. Well, hey, Kate, welcome back on the Boy Mom Podcast. Monica Swanson, it is my joy to talk to you, girl. (laughs) I love talking to you on the air and off and... I loved seeing you on my birthday recently. Thank you again for sharing in my birthday. Seriously, that was so special. I'm like, I'm, I'm running off the fumes of that day. Like I had so, <laughs> I think about it sometimes. I literally think about it. It was the best lunch yeah. I've ever had. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was like the ideal lunch date. So thank you again. And I am so grateful that you can join us for this conversation today as it is officially, when this thing airs, it's December, girl. It is December 2020. I don't know. The longest year ever, and yet I'm still surprised it's December. So 
we are here to talk about gifts and about gifts in the holidays. And I just love that, you know, well before this ever airs, you and I started chatting about this topic. And I loved some of the things you had to say. And I was like, Kate, you got to come on and chat with us because I think you have so many golden nuggets on this topic. But before we dive in, for those who don't know you, do you mind giving a quick introduction as to who you are and where you are and all the rest? Sure. So I live in Carpinteria, California, which is just right below Santa Barbara. And I am the mother of three. I've got, my son just turned 20 yesterday. I have a daughter who lives in heaven. She would be 16. Her name is Daisy Love. And I have a six-year-old named Fifi, Theodora Sunshine. And Mm. she's a rascal. And I love her so much. I homeschool them. Let's see. I think this is my 11th year homeschooling. I was a pastor's wife for 21 years. My husband just retired from full-time ministry and is doing full-time surfboard making. And I write books. I speak. And most recently, I started a business, a surf brand for girls and women. And I have a little surf club. And I just obviously really love surfing. And I really love kids. And I really love Monica. And... (laughs) (laughs) I just love all of this. Love, love. Yeah, so much love. Just tell us a little about this new brand before we dive into today's topic. Okay. It is so crazy and so fun. So I'm 46 years old. I just, just turned 46. And I'm talking to all you mamas who are like, okay, I'm just home. I'm wiping butts. I'm cleaning up spills. And I'm doing this. And I have these <laughs> gifts I want to use, you know, but I really want to raise my kids. And so the older I, I get, the more I'm like, oh, you know, I, I've been thinking in the last few years, I'd love to have my own boutique. I'd love to have my own surf shop. I'd love to have my own this or do this, but you know, I'm a homeschool mom. I don't don't know if I can swing it. And maybe in the future, like maybe when Fifi graduates or something. And honestly, I'm like, actually, why not now? Like it's all online anyway. And so it's so fun to just do it all. But it really started from a surf club that I started for little girls. I just want girls to feel comfortable in their own skin and get out there in the water and cheer each other on. I want girls to know what it's like to spend a day in the ocean and be salty and just sunburned and feel so good. And I want moms to do it. I want moms to get out there with them. And so I started this little surf club and we made a cute little t-shirt to go with the, the surf club. And so it's, I mean, it's, it, we're still, it's still under construction. I think our website is officially up, but we are manufacturing everything in California and there's some really fun, cute stuff being made, may or probably won't be up on the website at when this airs, but come back to Mijas Del Mar. We'll, we'll be linked at some point. Say it again. So we call it Mijas Del Mar, which is Daughters of the Sea. So it's kind of. So fun. awesome. It is beautiful. And the website even like the early stages. It's gorgeous. It looks amazing. So we will link and all can follow. And though you personally are not on Instagram, you now are on Instagram through your brand, right? You've got your Instagram account up. This is true. I've got a friend running it for me because I'm allergic to uh, (laughs) social media. Um, (laughs) I love it. Well, we'll, we'll link to it. Yeah. I forget. It's super good. Oh yeah, we have an Instagram. So yes, we have it. That's right. Oh, I love it. And Kate was on about a year ago. I feel like it was the same time of year around Thanksgiving-ish as we 
talked last year, especially about her book Here Now, which is just incredible. We're going to link to both of Kate's books uh, in the show notes, but just so much fun. And there's so many things we could talk about. But since it is December 1st, and since we are going into the crazy holidays, let's talk about gifts. And we're not talking your your typical gift guide, though there's going to be a little of that in here. We love Christmas. I love Christmas. Do you love Christmas, Kate? Love your husband it. loves Christmas. I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. And your husband really loves it, right? Okay. So I basically married Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> beard and everything. He doesn't have the belly and his beard is brown, but I married Santa Claus. Can I tell a quick story? Yes, okay, so please. We just celebrated our 23rd year, year of marriage. And the first year we were married, I didn't know this about him. So we had spent four years dating, but... His family, uh, Christmas is so sacred in the American family. I hadn't spent a Christmas with him um, before we were married. And so our first year we're married, it's 4 a.m. So we got married in October, right? So we've been married barely six weeks. It's 4 a.m. on Christmas morning, cuddled in our bed in our teeny little apartment. And I hear jingle, jingle, <laughs> jingle, jingle. And we have, yes. So we were actually, we were living in basically a converted garage at my friend's grandparents' house on the beach, which is amazing. And they had these like jingle bells on the outside fence. And so he's out jingling the jingle bells and he's like, come running in, Kate, Santa Claus came. I was like, what are you talking about? It's four in the morning. And he's like, Kate, I need some spice cider. And I'm like, bro, go back to sleep, dude. I'm like, what are, oh what are you even doing? And then he's like, no, Kate, Kate. So I get up. There's 22 gifts for me. No. 22 gifts Bless him. for me under this like branch of a tree that we could only fit in our team. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's a lot of jealous women listening right now. I'm just going to say. <laughs> but, you know, we were poor. So it was like, okay, so there were like fuzzy pig slippers. There was fairy wings. There was like, oh. candles. There was this everything, everything. And I was oh, like, who so did I marry? What is this? So that's my first married yeah. story. So keep going. Wow. Oh my goodness. I love it. And we'll get, we'll get to that. Cause it's, it's a family thing. I know he, this grew out of his extended, his own family. So we'll get to more of that, but okay. But this year, could be a little different. I don't know about for you, but for a lot of people listening, um, we've been through a crazy year and I know that Christmas might look different. The holidays might look different. What will your Christmas look like this year, Kate? Well, as far as socially, it's going to look the same. We, we keep it pretty snugged in. We have kind of usually Christmas Eve or Christmas night, we'll have you know some of our besties over and have just a cozy, big, dinner we do the whole nine you know we've got a fire going and the all the things so I I, I love everything about Christmas I love all the the scents and the tree and the whole thing so that's kind of what we do and as far as Christmas morning goes I mean yeah this year financially looks a lot different than previous years and so it is mm-hmm. going to be pared down mm-hmm. for us as far as gift wise yeah. but the feel is gonna feel the same and I just want to encourage anybody listening right now it is going to feel good and beautiful because it's Christmas, because mm. it's Jesus's birthday, mm-hmm. because you're celebrating with people you love, because we're alive, because, you know, all these things. And, and yeah, so this year, Christmas is going to look, we, we basically never leave on Christmas. We, we throw the idea around. We have a family cabin out in, uh, on the border of Idaho and Montana. And we're like, should we go out there? Should we go out there? So I don't know. We probably won't, but. 
but yeah, it'll look largely, it will look the <sighs> same except for you want to pass under the tree. Right. Okay. But now for many years you were pastoring, your husband was a head pastor of a big church. Was there Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, Christmas day? How did the church do Christmas? It was different every year. It would be most years. Okay. It was yeah, let's have a Christmas Eve service. We, I don't think we've ever done a Christmas day service. That's the okay. beauty of when you're in charge is you can say no. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. There right. usually, you know, a short four o'clock service on Christmas Eve. Okay. And then, you know, you go home, you get cozy, you eat all your food. Yes. Okay. That's awesome. I love that. Similarly, we kind of, you know, Christmas is a lot of just family time. One challenge of having a husband who works in a hospital setting is that depending on the year, he often is working on Christmas. And somehow we're going through a string of years where he's gone for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I'm I'm over feeling sorry for myself on that one because it's all okay. I mean, especially now that the kids are older. It was a bummer when they were like little and I'd wake up Christmas morning, you know, with him gone. But the good news is he's not gone like day and night. He'll be home by the afternoon. So yeah, my folks will be here. They have a condo, as you know, here on the North Shore, and they usually come around the holidays. And so we will be, my boys will be home from college, which is like such a fun time to just get all excited and decked out for them and cook all their favorite foods. And then mom and dad and all of us, and then Dave gets off work and we make it really fun. And and similarly, our, our Christmas Eve is usually when our church has done Christmas. And this year, I haven't heard exactly how we're going to do it. (laughs) I'm not sure. Church is different for everyone this year, but we'll do whatever we can. Last year for Christmas morning, we actually got up and did a a thing where we served the um, homeless and needy Christmas morning. So we had a big breakfast and a bunch of gifts and the boys and I went down and that was a fun way to start the day. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I think... we'll, We'll have a pretty typical time of gathering. And, you know, I think the the tough part is for those who can't like travel or gather with those who are more trying to protect themselves from the COVID and the whole, and my parents will have to be careful. They're a little older, but they're healthy, but you know, they're, they're going to be wearing the masks. We're going to be careful. Hawaii's kind of fluctuating depending on how the numbers are. We're going to see how that goes. But anyway, I agree with you. Christmas is magic. And if we keep our eyes on the true heart of Christmas, I think we're all going to do fine. We can have a great, great holiday. In fact, maybe more so like I'm listening to Christmas music earlier than ever this year, just because we kind of need it. We need that magic, don't we right now? Yeah, why not? You know, my business partner and buddy, she, I went to her house yesterday to work, tree decorated, Christmas music oh my going. Cinnamon okay. On. And this is November. We're recording in like almost mid-November. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty early. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? She's like, oh, it's on. I was like, it's on. Do it. <laughs> yeah. If there's ever a year we have an excuse, yeah. I'm all in. Uh, I love yeah. it. Okay. So we're going to talk about gifts. My original idea was like, oh, should I do a gift guide for boys? Because, you know, people like to get ideas from one another. Uh, I'm not one to shop like in September. I'm going to be honest. I'm one of those running around mid-December, later December, (laughs) trying to figure out what to get everybody. But tell us about gifts in your family now and maybe like your family of origin. Tell us about sure. This. So uh, my family now, my husband, my children, my in-laws, it looks exactly like it looked on our first married Christmas. It's 
it's like home loan too, right? When they're in, what is it, in the Plaza <laughs> Hotel and some benefactor yeah. fills the place with gifts. It's literally like that. It's filling out. Like it's unbelievable. It's super fun. But for example, the rest of the year, we laugh. My husband and I laugh. Like I just had a birthday in October and I got a burrito. I got a breakfast and a donut, <laughs> a donut and a burrito. So and I was classic. like, yeah, baby, like, thank, thank you. Because and we just Christmas joke, is like, coming. all year long is we had our 23rd anniversary he looks at me like we're not getting anything are we like no I was like oh no I don't care no way but I know that he's gonna <laughs> back it. up the truck and even if he didn't that would be fine too dude I got a man who wakes up next to me with my nasty breath every day like that's mm. good enough that's <laughs> not back on Christmas such good perspective yeah yeah so it's it's always this huge fun amazing thing and it really comes from his mom she loves christmas oh she loves it loves Mm. it it's so good at um buying gifts and doing the whole thing so it, it does look like an embarrassing amount of gifts and i felt really uncomfortable at first you know our first few married Christmases, I was like, what is this? This is, I don't get it. I feel weird. I feel guilty. I, I don't deserve any of this. This is, I, it just was really, really awkward for me. And I kept trying to get my husband to tone it down. And mm-hmm. can we not just do all that gift giving? And can, you know, I, it stressed me out. And I finally learned that he is like, I love this. I love this do it for me, you know, like do it because it's something I love. And so I have learned over the years to just let it go and let it be a really fun thing because that's what he loves. And if he was the kind of guy who's like, man, I just want to do experiences. Let's just have an experience. Mm -hmm. Or I I think I would go with whatever he he wanted because I'm his wife and I want to love him super duper well because he loves me well. And so that's kind of what it looks like now. But um, I think one of the reasons it was so uncomfortable for me is I grew up with divorced parents. My parents divorced when I was two years old. And I had, I usually spent every Christmas with my dad. And my mom was raising my brother and me on, you know, I think at, in the 80s, she was making $4 an hour. And, you know, she was really like, I just look back and I think, what a woman. I am so mm. proud of my mom. I'm so grateful for what she went mm. through to give us what, you know, what she could and, and teach us like, oh, you know, and, and this is just a side note. I never one time was like, oh, how come I can't have the I mean, maybe a little bratty, but I knew that my mom was teaching me something really valuable. And and I look back as a grown woman and I think my mom taught me how to be wise with money. She taught me that you don't have to have a husband to survive, to own a house, to, you know, all these things. And she just really gave me a lot of wisdom in frugality and what's important and all that stuff. So that being said, um, my dad, obviously a man living alone and getting paid a man's wages and he was a finished carpenter. And so he could give us more than my mom could give us. And I know that talking with my mom as a, as a grown up, she told me that that was really hard for her, that my dad could give my brother and me more than she could give us. But I have to tell you to all you listening, if you're a single mom, 
I never, ever thought about it. I never, ever compared what my dad gave me to what my mom gave me. I just wanted to be with my parents having Christmas. And it, you know, if it was just with one parent, that's fine. I just want to be with my mom or I just want to be with my dad. That's all that really mattered. And so, you know, I, I loved getting presents. Who doesn't love getting presents, but it wasn't the cost. It was like, you know, I remember this one little, probably from the dime store, like this little dog that barked and, you know, it was probably free. Yes. Totally. You remember that. I got a pink Walkman once. I love that pink Walkman. I got, you know, it just was, the whole thing was just special. And, and one thing, and this is more on the practical side. So I'm such a preacher. I'm giving you my, my points. Keep going. Good, good. (laughs) Number one, it does not matter the monetary value of what you're giving your children. It's the experience. It's, you know, you could go to a thrift store and clean up all the toys and put it in a package. Your kids will never know the difference. They're just like, Ooh, it's packaged and it's pretty. Yes. Yes. Number two. Um, Oh, I'm losing my train of thought. Come on, girl, reel it in, reel it in. I can't remember what number two is. <laughs> Man, and I felt like I was going there with you. Number one. Number one. Number, number two, two was. I was never comparing. That was never a thing I did. And so I want you to be free. If you're listening to this and you're worried I can't provide, especially this year. I mean, this year's going to look a lot slimmer for all of us. Probably all of us. Nobody cares. Your kids don't care. They're not like, uh you didn't give me that, you know, they're just like, you put a little bit of cinnamon and lemon slices in a pot of water and start boiling them on your stove and your house smells, yes. you make cookies together. Totally. Um, oh yeah. The last thing was, and this is the practical part was, um, my dad was always really, really magical at doing stockings. I looked forward to it so much as a kid. And and the funny thing is, is my husband's mom, she never did stockings. She would do like the batteries to the thing or a hairbrush or a toothbrush or whatever. My dad would put things in my stocking that would just like blow my mind. And it was everything from like a little dolly, a pair of earrings, a seashell, some nuts, a tangerine, a candy stick, a tiger milk box. You know, and, and he would wrap them <laughs> and not wrap them and, you know, little things that make fart noises from the like, right. no, whatever. Like I yes. loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Yes. So that's kind of what I focus on. And that's not costly at all. Those things are so much fun. And even my six-year-old was like, oh, mommy, I can't wait for stockings. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I love that. that we can do, and right? Without a lot of money. Yes, 100%. And what I'm hearing you say too is, because I'm thinking here your mother-in-law is, you know, Mrs. Christmas, but she's not big on the stocking thing. It's really all about you doing your thing as magically as you can, whether that's silly, fun stuff in a stocking or baking great meals, making, you know, family memories, just being confident, doing whatever you can do and doing it the best you can do it. I love that because kids are going to remember that as being you. They're going to come home. I know when I talk to my college boys, they can't wait to come home. They're not thinking about the gifts. They're thinking about what it's like to sit around the table as a family. They're thinking about when we watch Elf for the 1400th time. They're thinking about those silly things we do that just to them are Christmas. That's holidays. And so I think when we just try to make some of those memories 
just the best we can. However, that is, is really what matters. I love all of that so much. And I really appreciate what you just spoke to any single moms listening. I think that is so important. And also any, you know, even for the, for the married moms, just if Christmas does look different, keeping these things in mind, knowing that your kids probably aren't going to look back and remember what you gave them this year, but they will remember how it felt in your home on Christmas morning, 2020, after a really rough year, how can we make it just as magical and special as ever? Mm, So I love that. It truly is so good. You know, it's, it truly is. um, They, they know when they're feeling loved and you know, and, and when I said something about, I just want to be, you know, with my mom, with my dad, with my brother, the gift of your presence is just, that's, that's all that matters. And so I, this is like in a side note, it doesn't really have much to do with gifts, but I just want to challenge. It'll be easier this year because there's not like, there's not a lot of opportunity, but I just want right. all the moms to, yeah. to slow it down, to not try and squeeze it all in, to not try and like drink December through a fire hose <laughs> because you won't remember any of it anyway. And your kids are like, dude, I just want to be in my pajamas with you. Like let's get cookies. Oh, I need that. That is so good. I, I really love that reminder. And you know, it might be a good time since you are, you know, you've made the bold and courageous and awesome choice to be off of social media. And my friend Wendy Speak just came out with her 40 day social media fast book. The holidays might be a great time to just get off social media, mm. right? <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't imagine um, the bondage. Okay, so it's been eight years since I've been off, but think about the bondage of my Christmas doesn't look like her Christmas. My tree doesn't look like her tree. My whatever. The comparison at Christmas time has got to be absolute bondage. So be free, you guys. Be free. Take the app off your phone. Put it back Mm -hmm. on December or January 5th or whenever you want. But I think that, um, you know, it's just like when kids compare, what do you get? What do you get? Like, what are you giving your kids? Well, what are you giving your kids? And, and, come on, we all know what we see on Instagram is not real. Mm -mm, (laughs) mm -mm, The rest of the house is a tornado, but there's this one beautiful (laughs) corner or like that angle makes her look like she just lost 20 pounds, but we know we've all gained the COVID-19. We all have. Let's just be honest. (laughs) You know, or like her kids are fighting and they stopped for two seconds to take the photo. Like, let's all be grown women about it and just do the, let's do us. Like you do, Monica, you do the Swanson Christmas like it's never been done. And I'll do the Merrick Christmas like it's never been done. And you know what? Like, Aww, it'll set you I love that. <laughs> show. So like, not only should we not be looking and watching and comparing, but we need to be free to do it for the love of our, our kids, our husbands, our family, if we have a sister living with us, a mom, we need to do it for the love of Jesus. Like Jesus, it's your birthday. I'm not doing this tree so that I can post it so that I can get so many likes. Like I'm doing this because this is a beautiful season that reminds us that God in flesh, the God who made the trees and the God who created all the elements to make the ornaments chose to be a baby and he chose to not be able to even go to the bathroom by him. So I think of that, the humility of a God who would say, 
I want to come and experience and I want to show you the love. And the only way that I can do that, like the best way I can do that is by being helpless and by being humble. And so I think that if we um, consider Christmas time a time to love and and accept that love because that, let's be honest, that's that's hard to accept love. It was hard for me those first years to accept the the loudness of my husband. But like I really truly believe that that Christmas is such a gift from God and it's not to be compared, it's not to be put on display, it's not to be drank from a fire hose, it's to be savored, mm. it's to be enjoyed, and it's mm. to be individual and unique. Oh my goodness. So good. Right there. I'm I'm gonna sit on that all that. Thank you, Kate. I love it. And and then practically speaking, let's just wrap up by throwing out a few ideas. Um, I've got your deck of cards. Did you know it sits right in the front of my desk drawer? Um, when Kate's book came out, she sent with her book to some of us a deck of cards that have here now on the front. And it's my favorite deck of cards. They're great. But speaking of cards, that's a good place to jump off. What are some things we can do as a family to be more present, to put the phone down, to shut the laptop? Do you have some thoughts? And I'll add anything I can think of as well for the holidays. How can we be present? Yeah. Games, cards. We play a lot of cards. Mm. Cooking because everybody eats, right? Mm. Everybody eats. And kids truly want to be included in on that. Um, even boys, my mm-hmm. son, look, I, I would say I cook with my son more than I cook with either, either of my daughters. Honestly, he loved it. Yeah. So cooking and food, we do a lot of just lying around, like literally actually lying around on the floor by the tree. <laughs> yeah. I believe you somehow. <laughs> I see it. I can see like it. We just turn the lights on. And like, oh. oh, by the way, I leave my lights on all month long. Like all in the middle of the night. If I get up day and night, I want to see those lights. I want. If I get yes. up, I want to see those yes. lights. When I get up in the morning, I don't want to turn so them worth on. It. I want to just like no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I love it. So fun. you know, and there's always the quintessential. Go look at the lights. You know, drive around your neighborhood, and I love. It guys did the like let's serve people but just as far as like whiling away the hours in your home also even just outdoor games I mean we're in California so we can be outside we do a lot of surfing in, in the winter time this is when the waves are super good and there's just something so amazing about going out to play really hard coming home and then just eating everything you can find so there's that. You know, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I do. But you know, wherever you are, it can be freezing. Bundle up, get outside. I mean, there's nothing like fresh air in the holidays. You got to get yeah. outside Go as a family. Snowshoeing. I went for snowshoeing sure. with Krista Gilbert, your guest from last week. Oh um, my goodness. We snowshoeed what? Last Where did you go snowshoeing? Uh, over Where? In, um, on Priest Lake at the retreat. Oh my goodness. And it was, oh, it was beautiful. Krista and I think one or two other girls. And it was magic. It was absolute magic. So if you live oh. in the snow, go snowshoeing. I, I would go snowshoeing probably every day if I lived in the snow. Okay. Can I share a favorite magical memory of it. Christmas? Yeah. Um, so I spent my sophomore year of college. I went to Pepperdine and I did a exchange. Well, it was a Pepperdine school over in Heidelberg, Germany. And my whole family came over. We had never been to Europe ever, but for Christmas, the whole family came and we went to Innsbruck, Austria. And we stayed in just the cutest little place right downtown Innsbruck with these huge mountains just 
jetting up right outside of the city. And um, my brother and I did some skiing on like, I don't know, I guess they're glaciers, whatever it is. It was amazing. Um, But Christmas Day, we went cross-country skiing out in the country. And like you're going across these beautiful fields and you see this little house with like smoke coming out the chimney and you go inside and it's all warm and there's German ladies serving up schnitzel and Oh, just a magical memory. That sounds amazing. (laughs) So families, that's the other thing. Oh, I know what I wanted to add. Okay, it's too late to plan this year, and most people probably can't travel, although Hawaii has opened up. Um, For those of you who have been asking me, when can I come to Hawaii? If you get your test, as of right now, you can come to Hawaii, but don't come too quick because, you know, it's been kind of nice to not have too many tourists here. But when I was a kid growing up in rainy Seattle, Washington, Gig Harbor, Washington, actually, but in the Pacific Northwest, my parents chose most years to um, rather than give a bunch of gifts, which my parents are bit, like when they come here, we're similar to the Merricks. We gifts are a big deal. Um, but we would choose to rather than do a big Christmas with all the gifts, we would go to Hawaii. So we flew to Maui usually, and my mom would do just stockings. And then we would do a little name exchange where all the siblings and parents, we would just exchange names and get each other something. I believe it was like a $15 limit. So we would go into Lahaina and get like a t-shirt or something silly. And I have such great memories of keeping Christmas really simple. But the travel, I mean, that was a big expense. It certainly wasn't an inexpensive Christmas, but the memories are so good. So I encourage families, you know, depending on where you live, if you can plan a trip, then just skip the gifts. Tell the kids it's only, you know, Santa might come, you can get your stocking. But otherwise, make it all about the memories. I think traveling at Christmas time is just really special. Yeah, that sounds awesome. In fact, my husband has a similar story of when they all went actually to the North Shore in the 80s and they all stayed with Tom Curran and, you know, like, or he stayed with them. They are all shacked up in some, you know, rental and everybody bought each other gifts at like the ABC store in town. You know, it was just like so good, so good and so hokey, but like just awesome. Just awesome. Yep. I love it. So good. And we tend to always get a sunny day here on, at least on Christmas Eve and we're all at the beach and then you go to church. It's just such a fun, fun, you know, again, it's the memories, it's the experience. It's not about the gifts. So love all of that. Well, before we close, let's get practical now and talk about actual gifts, (laughs) the real gifts besides the gift of being present. Do you, I mean, assuming your family's not listening, do you want to share some of the things on your gift list this year or some things that have been great in the past or just maybe some guidance for ideas for giving gifts? Sure. The thing that I love and have always loved to give my children is anything that furthers their interests. So say your kid is into skateboarding. Well, you know, get him a kit that he can fix his skateboard with, buy him a new skateboard or get him the pads that go with it. Um, My son has been really into photography and videography and it's become a career for him. And so, you know, it's costly. That's the thing is sometimes you're like, whoa, that's like a $600 Mm -hmm. thing, you know? And it's like, okay, well, this is going to teach your child 
this amazing skill that they can one day use as uh, a business or whatever. And so I like to really just pour into those those things. So like when my son was little, it was he was really into Legos. Okay, well he gets Legos. And also there's two more things. There's one another thing that I never spared any expense. I'm I'm generally a kind of a frugal girl. I just grew up that way and I'm really grateful for how I was taught. But the one thing I spare no expense on is anything that teaches my kid godly character. So Um, if there was an awesome new kids Bible out, he gets it, you know, back then we didn't have, um, any digital, but we would buy him the whole set of the, like the discs that were awesome stories yeah. to listen right. to anything yes. that points him in the direction of Jesus, whether it was books, CDs, no expense done. You're it's, you know, for sure. So anything that points your child in the right direction, I say, go for mm-hmm. it, go, go for it. it. And I think just as a side note, if your child is asking for something that you believe they're not ready for, or say if grandma and grandpa are like, oh, you know, Sammy really wants the iPad and you don't want your child to have the iPad, say no. You are the mother. I do not care if your child wants a toy that's inappropriate or a toy that's, you know, whatever it is, violent. We know better than they know. We are older. Sometimes I say to my daughter, well, I'm older than you. I've been alive a whole lot longer than 39 years. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you to trust me on this. But I always say that we don't just say no to our kids, whether it's something that we said they couldn't attend or a a friend's house that we wouldn't let them stay over at or whatever without just leaving it at a no. It's a, you can't have that because I'm giving you this instead, because I believe that's what God does. He says, no, you actually can't, you know, have sex with someone you're not married to. And he's not like, you can never have sex. He's like, yeah, have a lot of sex with someone you're married to. That would be because I've got something better. Yes. That much better. I don't know. I just use the the sex. I like that. (laughs) You just Um, woke a few people up. Yeah. Well, she said sex. (laughs) Yes, I did. Um, So yeah, you're the mom, dude. Just say no. If it's just like something that's just a little trashy. Or even if you don't even have a specific reason that you, you feel like you really need to say no to something, like say no, and you're going to pick something way better that they're going to love better. You know better than they are. You're older than they are. You've been alive longer. So good. And you have their Ugh. best interest in mind. Okay. I love that so much. I think that's super important because I think we all face that. You know, We've got the little ones that want things that Yes. So go with your gut, mom. Go with what you know and believe. Talk to your husband. Make sure you're on the same page. But I love that. And you know what? They forget. Like I remember years where my kids have asked for things and, you know, you just kind of distract them by something different and they actually are happy. So don't don't feel like it's going to devastate their whole Christmas. No, but I also love what you said about feeding into their passions. That's what we're all about. Levi got a telescope a couple of years ago. And I mean, he is so into stargazing and he knows more about the planets than anyone in this family now. Um, you know, we've given rock tumblers, we've given lots of sports equipment. So mm-hmm. I'm all about those kind of gifts because everything else tends to just stack up and go into the goodwill bin eventually. So don't waste your money on stuff. Oh, so good. It's such an opportunity. Uh, like I said earlier, it's just an opportunity to love well. That doesn't mean to spend well. It means to love well. And so um, I think if that's what it lines up in, and sometimes with moms, that means saying no to something so that you can say yes to something. Mm-hmm. I love that. Two two other thoughts I that just hit me. 
One is something I haven't done, and I'd love maybe in show notes for people to share who have done this. Um, but I know some people are really good at giving. Um, in fact, our mutual friend, Emily Turner, is really good at this one, giving like the gift of, of what do you call it, just adventures? Mm-hmm. So maybe for Christmas, they each child gets to choose something they really want to do. You know, maybe it's going on the zip line or going to the water park or something that's maybe outside the normal budget, but they get to choose something and then you plan it for the months ahead. Or I know what the Turners have done is surprise their kids by saying this spring, we're all going to Italy or Mm -hmm. wherever. And that's like, oh my goodness, now you have something, you know, it's already Christmas. Now you have something new to look forward to, which is so magical. But I love the idea of giving the gift of adventures. So people share if that's something you've done much of. And then the other thing that we have done, especially when, you know, you're in that season when you're first married, maybe you've got a baby, little kids, but kids aren't at an age where they're really into the gifts. We went through a season where we really tried to focus on doing the gifts through like uh, Compassion International or World Vision. So when my extended family, we would draw names and we would each get pick something out of the catalog. We might give somebody, you know, in your name, we're getting goats for this family in Africa. And in your name, we're giving vaccines or school supplies. And so it was really neat to just think of how how many people were being blessed in our extended family because we each chose one gift to give to somebody who had real needs. That's super cool. I have a super short story about that. One year, Britt and I did that and his younger sister, who's a year younger than I am, she was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what is this? Totally. Right. Sure. Where's my present? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. It happens. <laughs> Grandma or grandpa. (laughs) Yes. And that's why I say, I mean, even my kids are at an age where they can appreciate that. Like that's probably something we'll do in addition to, but we won't forego all the gifts because that would just not seem right. (laughs) Love all of that. Well, Kate, I could chat with you all day long and there's so many more things we can talk about. I hope that people will get your book here now if they don't already have it, just to be reminded about being present. There's so much good stuff, so much fun and just inspiration in that book. I guess I want to tell people where they can find you. If you're not on Instagram, where can they go to just check out what you've got? Um, sure. Yeah. So I have my personal website is kmerrick.com, the letter K Merrick.com. And I write on a blog there sometimes. It's kind of few and far between right now, but that's kind of my personal website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not on social media at this point. I do have a Facebook page, but I don't interact or anything like that. So <laughs> best place to find me yeah. is on my personal website. Okay. And then will you spell your um, Instagram for the new brand so people can write it down if they, you know, it's got a little, little Spanish going on there. Yeah. A little Spanish going on. (laughs) I I love California Spanish. Like I just love it. Yes. Um, And around here, everybody calls there. So it's Mijas, M-I-J-A-S, Del, D-E-L, Mar, M-A-R. That means daughters of the sea or sisters of the sea. It's so fun because we're just starting out and people say, oh, what's your brand called? I say Mijas Del Mar and they say, oh, my grandma called me Mija. My aunt called me Mija. Oh, you know, has, it's very common in this area. There's, you know, a yes. lot of Spanish here. So Mijas Del Mar. Yes. Yeah. Love it. And we'll be linking to that as well. Well, Kate, Merry, Merry Christmas. I'm still hoping you might get over to Hawaii for a quick like holiday visit, but if not, then sometime soon, I hope. But thank you for giving us your time today. Well, you never know. I might just knock on your door in a couple weeks. (laughs) I hope so. Well, we love you. Love Love having you on. 
and we'll have you back again. Thank you, Monica. I love you so much. Aloha. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And as always, there will be links to anything Kate and I mentioned in show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast, and you can look for episode 83. So friends, I have a special episode coming up next week where I'm going to offer you some practical tips as you prepare for the holidays, especially as kids get out of school and have a little more time on their hands. I've got some thoughts for you, so be sure to come back next week. And I want to thank you again for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. If you can just take a screenshot maybe of this episode and share it to social media. That would be so cool. If you're on Instagram, be sure to tag me at Monica Swanson underscore. I always try to reshare those. Okay, guys. So thanks for being a part of this awesome community. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.